tune in listeners. You are listening to Tune In Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul. I am your host, Keila Parkinson, and we are talking as we do every week about mindfulness here on Tune In, all the practical applications for it and some of the ways it could go wrong, and of course, ways that we can just better use it in our lives, including ways we may not have thought about. So today, we're actually going to look at our efficiency, which might be a strange thing to consider when we're talking about mindfulness because for me, sometimes I think like efficiency and mindfulness are opposite ends of the spectrum. Just because I have a tendency to get tunnel vision, go down a rabbit hole, be productive, 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 and then completely lose sight of myself. Somebody who knows so much about that and how to rein it in and how to be really intentional with our choices is productivity consultant Leslie Shreve from the Boston area still. Now you're in Maryland now, correct? Baltimore. Baltimore. I don't know why I thought Boston. Leslie Shreve, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you so much for inviting me, Keela. It's great to be here. Oh my goodness. It's so nice to talk to you and to have this conversation. Leslie has been for more than 13 years. Actually, you said you're getting ready to celebrate 20 years, correct? 13 years in corporate okay, before got it. Productive Day. Perfect. Mm-hmm. 13 years in corporate office environments before establishing her practice, which is known as Productive Day. And that was in 2003. Since then, Leslie's taught hundreds of C-level reader, leaders, executive managers, business owners, and professionals from more than 30 different industries how to increase efficiency and productivity by up to 300% in as little as four weeks. And I love this. Reduce stress by up to 90%, gain one to two hours back in their workday every day, and make more meaningful progress without working nights and weekends. That sounds honestly like an impossible recipe. <laughs> but I love like all of the data in there and the measurements because again, you are so great at this efficiency. And so we're going to talk to Leslie about Productive Day, the company. We're going to talk about Taskology, which is the process she uses. And we're going to talk specifically about how this is used in our work days. If you're listening and you're not in the workforce anymore, perhaps, or you, um, you're taking some space from it, or you know things have shifted during these, these crazy times right now, and you're figuring out what the next work move is, then still keep your ear tuned into this conversation because Leslie's going to give us some things that are really helpful in any day-to-day, even if we're focusing on the most efficient space, which is our workspace. So Leslie, again, welcome to Tune In. <laughs> Thank you so much. And thank you. I would love for you, first of all, to tell us about Taskology. What is this process and who does it help? The process is Taskology, the science of getting things done. Mm -hmm. And when I first started the business, if I could give just a little background to how it came about and why it is what it is today. When I first started my consulting practice, I I realized and and noticed that I was teaching the same things over and over again with my clients in the business world. And I had noticed also that there were a lot of gaps in their workday, pitfalls, if you will, uh, where they were losing time and having trouble with digging out of the email inbox or keeping track of everything on their plate. And so one of the things I realized by 2008 was this process that I thought, gosh, you know, it's, it's, it's repeating itself. So Mm -hmm. we've got something repeatable here that I can document. So I started downloading it from my brain and little by little, it came out in eBooks. And by 2010, it came out, you know, we put it all together and it came to be this 550 page PDF 
that we um, that we created, that I created, and I trademarked it. Mm-hmm. So it is a proprietary system. And over the years, I've uh, revised it five times. So we're on the okay. fifth edition now. And it's a nice, tight little 330-page PDF nice. now, um, which has always, always been on the website, you know, okay. so it's always available. Um, now we've got it online because in 2014, I created videos that teach the system. So the PDF is not there anymore, but the videos are. And what it is is a, is a system that encompasses all parts of your workday. And it includes task management, time management, and email management. Now, information management is tucked in there too. Mm. That's a part of our time management section. And we can talk a little bit about that later on today. So the folks who need this, who come to me and they say, Leslie, I can't seem to get anything done from start to finish. You know, the day whizzes by Mm. and I'm feeling rushed and reactive. And I look up and it's five o'clock and what have I done today? or they are having so much trouble keeping track of things to do in their day that because of the reactivity, they keep switching gears, but something is getting missed. So did they get something done? Sure, I'm I'm sure they did, but did they forget something along the way, like Mm -hmm. another priority? Mm -hmm. Or were they able to truly and accurately compare and contrast the different things that are coming up because they may not have a place to reference? And I can go into all of this deeper, anything you want to hear. Yes. About. But this is the surface level of their, you know, they have thousands of emails in their inbox. They are, they have no time, never mind, not enough time to work on their to do's or their tasks or their projects, but they have no time for thinking, strategizing, being creative or innovative, or even floating some ideas through their brain. So the the day goes by and they don't really have much to show for it. But worse than that, they go home feeling not accomplished. And the stress goes up because now, because the day was so busy and they didn't have it structured very efficiently, well, now they have to whip open the laptop after they put the Mm -hmm. kids to bed and try to catch up either on tasks or on email. And that's where the stress goes up and they never can seem to really unplug. Mm-hmm. And so our clients are able, as you read in the beginning, they're able to, to increase their efficiency and productivity by up to four times in four weeks. And the stress for everybody average is 50% drop. Like we measure mm-hmm. everything with surveys coming in and going out. And, and they're able to, and some of them are not able to completely unplug after work. They might still want to catch up. But the difference is it's either co- completely reduced or eliminated. Or if they are still working in the evenings or on the weekend, it's because they want to, not because they have to. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference. So a lot of people are saying, well, if I don't work, I will drown. Like I will fall behind and never catch up. That's the stressful kind. Mm. But if you're able to be really efficient and effective during your workday and you feel like you have this extra bandwidth, then maybe on the weekend, which is how I feel because I love my business and I'm always working on it. I have this sense of, Ooh, I've got some extra time. I think I want to start this new cool project. Mm. And that's what I want for everybody. I want it to be a choice, you know? I love that. You're talking really about this perspective shift, right? From reactivity to intentional response. And that is very mindful. It's this choice of what are my priorities, like you've said, right? And what things would I like to do with my time and energy? And this idea of like, I'm just treading water, I'm not thriving, so I'm going to drown if I stop. As soon as you were explaining that day, I thought, oh my gosh, I remember that. I remember when it was everyone else's choices, what my priorities were before I started my own business, right? Because that's something I do too. And so I I was constantly like just playing catch up. Like you said, I felt quote behind, right? this idea you're behind whatever the benchmarks are, whatever the goals, the deadlines someone else set for you. So I love this idea of being able to be 
responsive instead of reactive. And my biggest question is, if you are in an office environment, especially a corporate environment, right, and someone else is setting those benchmarks, those goals, those deadlines, right, um, how much choice do you, how much choice do your clients have, and how do you help them get more choice so that they can tune into what their own bandwidth is and and what their personal goals are? How do you bridge that for them? That seems like that seems like a big leap and hurdle right there. <laughs> so a lot of the most of the most of the folks I work with are C level executives, mm-hmm. so they are driving most of these initiatives, and they're not necessarily answering to someone else's goal that they've been given. But they still have the same challenges. Sure. Actually, yeah. Because these say. are self-imposed. <laughs> yeah. Goals. And of course, they are answering to you know maybe the board of directors. Yes. Right. So my... you know, it's, it's the executive committee mm-hmm. that has decided this is what's going to happen. And now, as a as a you know a CEO or a CFO, they have to walk away with you know hitting those targets. So they're still suffering from the same thing. It's just a different level in the company. So for everyone who has these targets to hit or these timelines and deadlines, what? The, the most damaging thing, if you're not mindful, is, is that you are not able to keep track of things. And by that, I mean, if you're not, if you can't nail down all your responsibilities, then you're flying blind mm-hmm. because you, uh, and let me just illustrate just for a second on the whole task management thing. Thank you. Because I don't think a lot of people realize how many different tools and tactics and shortcuts and platforms and hacks they're trying to use and before you know it you know they're they're using um and of course in the old days you know paper everybody's using paper it's age old but it is one of the most inefficient things you could ever use Mm. and it's it's big pads little pads spiral pads notepads post-it notes legal pads You name it, you know, now everywhere. Yes, yes, yes. Like a task app, and they run up to me and they go, "Oh, Leslie, you should see this task app on my phone." Well, the task (laughs) app isn't serving anybody, Mm. and the reason for that is because it's just a digital version of a legal pad. Right. Lists all the what you want to do, but it's got those due dates, DUE, and that's Mm -hmm, very project oriented. mm -hmm. So it gets very confusing for people. Number one, because of that, because now something might pop up on the day it's actually due, and we have a problem. But not only that, they can't they can't make that the common denominator, the common platform for everything. They mm-hmm, still have to mm-hmm. use a pad of paper. They still have to look at their email inbox for what came in there. They're looking at the papers and files on their desk as reminders of things to do. They might use post-it notes. They might use projects on a whiteboard. Some people use Excel spreadsheets. I mean, it's everywhere. And what professionals don't realize, and here's another part of not being mindful of what's really happening, is that it's actually impossible, impossible to efficiently and effectively plan, prioritize, and accomplish tasks by trying to manage them only from those sources Mm -hmm. without missing, losing, or forgetting something. Mm -hmm. And this is where people get all twisted up and then all of a sudden things are slipping through the cracks. And it's because they, if they are still using paper or planner, you know, the old Franklin Covey planner, anything that they pick is not going to be a common denominator. They can't load up a legal pad with everything. They can't load it all up in their task app because we have an email problem. Like email is task management in disguise, Mm -hmm. just in case anybody Mm -hmm. wanted to know. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. It's also information in uh, management in disguise mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. But if 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 folks are more um, mindful of how they're managing their tasks, they can become more accurate about it. And that's where taskology comes into play because it can be the the one system that handles everything in your workday. And when you have a complete bird's eye view, like think of an entire inventory 
of everything that's on your plate and nothing is left out, that gives you incredible awareness Mm -hmm. and clarity because now you know that you don't have to look anywhere else. You have mission control right there. And that automatically is going to help people hit their targets faster and easier because they know everything. Like they can, they can effectively compare and contrast what's on their plate and make smart decisions about how to spend their time. They're not guessing anymore. They know, right? you know, and then when time comes into play, if that's not accurate, I've worked with clients in, in all levels of a company who are not maximizing their calendar. And just to be clear, everybody I work with is using Microsoft Outlook. Okay. That's the platform for mm-hmm. Taskology. Okay. If you're using Google, I have to apologize. I'm <laughs> out because they have this teeny tiny little task list mm-hmm. that does not support, well, anybody. <laughs> right? right. And that's what makes people run out to Trello and Asana right. and Evernote right. and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And hello, we're back to multiple platforms again. Exactly. Where you have to look in 10 different places to see just what you're going to do today. Oh, I, it's very inefficient. It's so true. And I was I was telling you before we started that, that I just came from a meeting about this, right? Like trying to hire somebody to manage my systems, right? Like just trying to figure this out because the concept is there's just, there's so much to learn. There's so much to manage. It becomes, I love what you said about this too, that it becomes like the process monster that starts running your show. It's got a million tentacles. You don't even know where they are. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. It's like you've created this monster of a task management plan, which really isn't a a coherent, Mm -hmm. cohesive plan. It's just that you're looking in all these places to try to keep up. But unless you pull that task away from that source and get it into a system, it's it's just you're you're making your workday harder on yourself. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine having an accounts payable or an accounts receivable system that doesn't have everything in there that needs to be either received or paid? Yeah, I think I've had that system too. (laughs) And then there's like a warehouse. Can Mm -hmm. you imagine an Amazon warehouse that can't keep track of what it's shipping or what it has in inventory in order to sell it? You have to have a complete inventory of everything you need to do Mm -hmm. or you're never going to be able to make really smart decisions about what, where your time should go, basically. And that makes so much sense to me. It makes so much sense. And so we're going to uh, have a quick station break here. And then we're going to talk about what this system does that's different, what it looks like when it's all integrated, and then how you can navigate through your day from one spot instead of (laughs) the brain of the octopus instead of from all the different tentacles. (laughs) Listeners, you are listening to Tune In Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul on WVLP 103.1 FM. Tune In is brought to you in part by Kiki Productions, Inc., Communications Coaching, teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment. Learn more at coachkiki.com. And then, of course, here's something else that happens. Uh, you were just talking about these these notes apps, right, which are basically, I've got, I've got notes app is the one that I keep my underwriting blurbs in. And every once in a while, it crashes while we're on air. <laughs> That's no fun. That's no mm-hmm. fun. So now I'm going to see if I can find it in a different way. <laughs> So fun. Uh, So we are talking to Leslie Shreve from Productive Day, based in Baltimore, but available around the United States and working with primarily C-level executives in um, different Fortune 500 companies and other companies and in this corporate space to be able to manage our day from a place of responding with intention, being mindful about the workday versus being reactive. And we were just talking about this process monster and all of these crazy things that can happen. We don't even know sometimes like 
the CRM, the, you know, like you said, the Trello board, right? Um, you know, with this team, we're using Asana. With this team, we're using Trello. If you don't know these terms, you can Google them. Don't Google while you're driving. <laughs> and you can and you can, and you can learn more about these crazy systems that Leslie's going to tell you all the flaws in. <laughs> we're going to learn about, you know, the, the limits to these things and how great it is to use conscious choices with one system. And so this is one option and it's a great one. I love it. This is why I invited Leslie on the show. And so tell us all the things we need to know about Taskology and how and why it's different. So what's interesting about the other platforms that we're <clears throat> laughing about right now, like Asana <laughs> and Trello, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, I do, I do work with um, small business owners and um, certain kinds of professionals like, you know, financial advisors and, um, you know, attorneys. Mm-hmm. And so not everybody is in the corporate okay. space per se, but yeah, it kind of runs the gamut. And what's interesting is that when people are, are picking up these new task apps, what they don't realize is that the amount of bells and whistles in these things is really stealing time Mm. from their day. Not only that, but when you look at the screens where you look at the task lists or they say, oh, you can load a project and then you can put in a task and then you can put in a subtask. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) The problem with this is that when, if you're putting it in that way and you can only see a limited amount Mm -hmm. of what you're trying to do, there's no easy way to, to prioritize or reprioritize when your day changes. And right. this is what people need to be able to do. They need to be able to turn on a dime and pivot in their day, but without missing, losing, or forgetting anything. And if right. it's that hard to reprioritize and it's that cumbersome to look through your list and see what's on different days so that you can actually be flexible, it is like pushing water uphill. Oh, man. So Taskology is able to, you know, what I do with my clients is that we're, we're getting everything they need to do, have to do, want to do, even dream of doing all in one system in this inventory that I've been talking about, not all in one day, but mm. all in one system. Mm-hmm. And then I teach people how to plan each day because there is a limit to how many tasks you can do on a day. And this is the issue with, you know, um, legal pads, let's say. You know, my clients who come to me and, and they're like, hey, you know, I've got these 20 things written on this legal pad and I was trying to get them all done today. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, <laughs> you can't do that. That's not realistic. So mm-hmm. you can give that up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the other thing that, that people don't realize, and it's because nobody's teaching it, is that nobody knows how to create a task. I know that sounds crazy. Oh, no, it's... You're like, well, a to do is a to do is a to do, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's not. So when my clients talk to me about stuff, and I don't actually, I'm not in their offices. I was virtual about eight to 10 years before the pandemic. Okay, good. Good for you. (laughs) Um, So what we do is I talk them through it. And so on that first day, when they learn how to build the task list, it's a game changer because their entire desk clears because I'm talking them through what's on there. Why Mm -hmm. is that there? You know, Mm -hmm. I turn them into decision-making ninjas and we decide, you know, how is this useful to you? But when we look at that legal pad, you know, they kind of mix of projects, big things, little things, multi-step tasks, ideas, you name right. it. It's all jumbled on there. And so most of the time I'm teaching them how to create either the first action step to get something started or the next action step to keep something moving forward. And in taskology, the trick is, and there's a couple, there's like five characteristics that make a task a task. And the first is that it's between 30 seconds and 30 minutes long. Mm. And generally, you know, if you're making a phone call or you're sending an email, I mean, it could be two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. But if you're starting to talk about something that you need 45 or 60 minutes, you know, that's bigger. Mm -hmm. Then we need to do something else with that, you know, and there's a method for that. Um, 
The other thing, one of the other things we do is we make sure that it's really descriptive. I think too many people are jotting things on their legal pad, you know, call Mary. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. well, why are we calling Mary? Mm-hmm, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and I tell people, put the why behind it. Mm-hmm. Give the details because my clients have anywhere from 20 to 100 tasks on their task list mm-hmm. when we build the Taskology task list. And they are not all for today or this week. They go out for weeks and months, especially if you're following up with a client, a prospect, a vendor, a partner. I mean, they could be in Africa for the month and you can't call them until next month. So you've got a task on your task list to remind Mm -hmm. you, but don't you want to remember the details, right? You don't Mm -hmm. want to waste time rethinking that Mm -hmm. and go, oh, shoot, why did I want to call Bob? Why Mm -hmm. did I want to call Mary? So we get all those details in there. Those are just a couple of the characteristics that make a task a task. Another is that we start with a verb. I love that. I was going to say, it's, it's got to have the action verb, right? I'm going to jump in really quickly and just share some experiences of like the, the pitfalls, the, the faux pas I've made, right? Where, for instance, I'm looking down my list and it just says like, you know, um, new notepads, dish, I'm, I'm just like a domestic list, right? New notepads, dishes, school supplies, like whatever. And it's like, it's a list of things. What am I doing with these things, right? Am I washing the dishes? Am I putting them away? Am I buying new dishes? Like, what are the things with dishes, right? Like, who knows, <laughs> right? And in my head, I might remember, but when decision fatigue kicks in and it's after 11 p.m. and I've got three lists I'm trying to close out, right? Like, before I go to, to, go to bed and get up in the morning to start it all over again, then I don't know what that meant anymore, right? And so, um, um, so that's a big, a big ball drop that I have there, um, right, right there. And then also, I have this other tendency to do on my list where I'll say, "See list." You know, like I, I'm gonna. I know that Bob's in Africa, and so I have this, you know, point to check in with Bob and go to that other page somewhere else that gives me the details because I don't want to write them down again. But where am I really saving time? <laughs> Just by skipping the writing it down, right? If I had to measure the seconds it would take to write it down again versus the minutes it would take to find that list and go do it again, right? Then <laughs> it's not efficient. <laughs> That's right. So in Taskology, it's actually all on the same field Mm -hmm. it's not buried like we don't Mm -hmm. you know we don't put call bob on the task line and then bury everything in the notes section because that is a time stealer too Mm -hmm. it's all right there on the main screen where i teach people where to build the list and i actually change the columns and everything that's why this is proprietary because Mm -hmm. it isn't due date and subject anymore when i get my hands on it nice simplify the list take out all the extra columns you don't need keep it really simple and straightforward it's not a lot of bells and whistles, you know, it's not as sexy as, a, you know, Trello and Asana and yeah. all this other stuff. So people are really like addicted to the colors and the bells and the whistles mm-hmm. and the notifications and the categories. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I might not be your cup of tea yeah. because I'm actually going to make it so simple mm-hmm. and so uh, straightforward that you'll actually have work to do and you'll get it done. And if that sounds good to you, we can do that. Yeah, <laughs> but right. it's not going to have colors and categories. Yes, yes. And some people are like, I need that. It's gamifying my work. But the problem is, yeah, it's gamifying your work. And so there are little Easter eggs to divert you from the things you're doing. Uh, I have a notorious moment in my life where the CRM system I was using at the time, um, they wanted to sell me a workshop that they were getting ready to provide. And so there was a big pop-up window that took over my entire screen while I was trying to access my client's notes before the meeting. And I couldn't find the little thing to make it go away. And then new ones kept popping up. And I was like, oh my goodness, I can't even find the login page. You have ruined my client meeting, client system (laughs) that I pay for. That's so frustrating. (laughs) Beyond frustrating. They definitely got an email. (laughs) I bet. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I guess, you know, in taskology, because it's simplified and I make it so that it's really just about what you're going to do and when you're going to do it and everything is visible on the screen. And no, you don't have to look at like all the days and all the weeks out. Mm -hmm. There's a way that we actually compress it and it reduces everybody's stress instantly. So all you have to look at is today until you're ready to reprioritize something. And so it's a very short list and I help people handle things like pending items and things you're waiting for from other people, any kind of follow-up, any kind of idea, delegated tasks, you know, everything that has an action associated with it. I teach people how to get it in the list Mm -hmm. so that when they get to that day, they can dive right into action and know exactly what to do. And they don't have to waste time rethinking it. Now that's true for email too, but in our system, um, emails always last. So to be clear, Taskology mm-hmm. is an A to Z step-by-step system that starts in one place, ends in another, and goes the same way every time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not one of those productivity experts or gurus or consultants who curates everybody mm-hmm. else's stuff. Okay. No. We're not about tips, tricks, and hacks. I am the anti-hack. <laughs> I love it. So it's, it's a real <laughs> system. So what we have to do is get that task list built first because that's really the driver of your day and your Mm -hmm. progress and everything you're trying to do then we talk about time because you can have a beautiful task list and no time to work it that's Mm -hmm. a problem too yeah sure there's two ways in taskology that i help people get time back and we can talk more about that but then we also look at e-documents you know we talk about papers and files you know the the folks i work with don't have a lot of paper anymore generally Mm -hmm. it depends on the industry they're in Mm -hmm. um but i really don't mess with that anyway so if it's an attorney they know what they're doing with their case files Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but i do get involved sometimes or most most of the time with the e-documents because that can be like the black hole you know Mm -hmm. either they're putting them all on the desktop or when you go on the hard drive, they're like, yeah, I can't find anything in there. So yeah. we streamline that. And the reason for that is because when you get to email, you have to be able to trust where you save those attachments if mm-hmm. you need to save them. Because not everything should stay embedded in an email. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So when we get to email, I teach people how to get the tasks and follow-ups from those emails onto the task list, but without using the flag. Well, are you ready to get to email? Because we can. We can. We can. <laughs> let's um, get to email. email. Let's let's Boy. start. Let's open that conversation. Actually, let me just go ahead and quickly say, listeners, you are listening to WVLP 103.1 FM. Our show is underwritten in part by, let me call this up right now because I did find another way to, to look at it. Underwritten in part by Universal Love Clothing, creating beautifully designed positive affirmations and pairing them with the coziest eco-friendly fabrics in the world to bring you clothing you feel good in. Find your perfect fit at universalloveclothing.com. Okay, we're going to talk again with Leslie Shreve from Productive Day and Taskology, the Taskology system. And you can go to the website and learn more about this at productiveday.com. And you can also find her on social media. She is Leslie Shreve or sometimes Leslie Obrecht Shreve, which we will spell at the end of the show. We'll also have written out for you in our show notes if you go to our podcast on Anchor or you ever listen, wherever you listen to your podcast, your, your favorite platform. And so Leslie is talking to us about how we can be responsive as opposed to reactive and managing our time, particularly throughout the workday. And with this great system called Taskology, we're talking about all the different process monster tentacles. And one of those is email. So tell us the great, not hacks, the anti-hack <laughs> that Taskology gives for email. <laughs> you know, it's funny because there are so many hacks out there, mm-hmm. you know, the, the shortcuts, everybody's trying to look for an easy way to manage email. Um, but I think what people are not mindful of is that they still need their mind. They still need to make decisions. Yeah. Like, 
Artificial intelligence, not going to do that for you. <laughs> Terrible you writer know? of Shakespeare, too, by the way. Let me just say. <laughs> they just, I think that, that folks want to offload this process, yes, but no one else can make those decisions for you. Mm. Your email doesn't need, you know, technology. It needs you. Mm. It needs your thought and your decision making. And it, when when people get held up on that decision making, a lot of times it's it's one of two reasons. It's one they really don't know if something is useful to them, and that just means that their awareness is down about maybe their job or their career or the business that they're mm. in. Because if you don't know if you need that or not, we've got a whole another problem to talk about. The other one is okay. I know I need it, but now I don't know where to put it, <laughs> and so that is a location problem mm-hmm. where they don't have systems set up that are ship shape ready to go and ready to receive that information. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of those systems in your workday. You have, we mentioned a few already, you've got the hard drive for, or you could use something in the cloud for mm-hmm. your e-documents. Mm-hmm. You could use email folders, it's true, but there is such a thing as over-organizing over there. Oh, so tell me about it. <laughs> I was like, how many ways can we? files that go in a file drawer if you are printing something and saving it. Mm-hmm. Um, contacts is a great example of a big problematic area because mm-hmm. people are saving contact information in the email and now they're searching the email Ooh. to find contact information. But we have a contact system that is meant for <laughs> right. managing that kind of information that mm-hmm. people aren't using. They aren't mm-hmm. maximizing the systems around them and understanding how to use them in the best ways. So those are all the different reference locations. Mm-hmm. And there's more, especially if you're in a certain industry and you have to store information in a CRM, yes. for example, or somewhere else, then you should only have one place for action. And of course, for us, it's the Taskology task list. Mm-hmm. It does not matter the source because there are more than 10 different sources of tasks in your workday. Email is just one of them. Mm-hmm. And we've listed other ones. We have phone calls, texts, instant messaging, meetings, hallway conversations, the papers and files on your desk. And when you create that to-do list on a piece of paper, that becomes yet another source, even though that's also a tool. Um, So email is just one of them. And so no matter what the source of the task is or when you'll take action, you want to have one inventory for everything. So when we work on email, we look at the folders and we look at the inbox. The inbox is less of an area of concern to me because I've seen all the way up to 98, no, 120,000. Okay. In the, in the inbox. And so that's not the issue. We're not going to go through all those. Mm-hmm. Right. No. <laughs> we only work with the latest three months because that's where all the hot stuff is, the most recent stuff. And that's where all the fodder is for mm-hmm. the conversations and the lessons that I need to teach. It's the email folders that's really another monster mm-hmm. because there is such a thing as over-organizing. And people have, have said to me, well, I created a folder for everybody who's ever sent me an email. <laughs> or I've created one for everything like that I've ever received and I'm or every person in the company. Oh wow. And I'm like no 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 <laughs> no. You have way too many folders because what that does of course is steals time from your day because now you're scrolling and searching all the time to try to find something yes. or to figure out where do I file it. And then they forget what they call things. Right, of so course. In technology we have a nice short you know short list of uh, within a, a range something that is definitely within a screen view, so you don't have to scroll. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, we, and I walk them through the way to decide what those categories are and what's right for their business or their career or their industry. And that way they're not wasting all their time trying to find things or file things. And then of course, everything that's active goes on the task list. So 
that makes it a lot faster for people to get to zero in the inbox. And I get them all to zero in the inbox and not just to see the pretty white space. It's so, you know, you've seen everything, <laughs> mm. you've made a decision on everything and you've moved it all to better locations of mm-hmm. either reference or action or it's gone, archived or deleted. I love that too. And you know, just that it's, it's reference, it's action. And then help me a little bit on that inner decision that needs to be made for the individual on whether it's reference or action, because I'm sure sometimes it's like, well, it's both or, you know, when does it move right from one file to the other? Tell us a little bit more about that. It can be both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can be both. So let's say you get an email that has three attachments in it. The very first thing I want my clients to do is to question, is to look at them, first of all, um, and question if they're going to need those later on, even after the task is done. Because if it's something, you know, legal, historical, financial, you know, something for their company that they're going to need for the long term, maybe to explain something later, like a decision that was made, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's one of those HR documents that you really want to keep, or it could be anything. So I talk my clients through that level of, you know, frequency, how often are you going to need this, or will you need it at all, but for a very, very important reason. Mm -hmm. And if it's legal, Mm -hmm. financial, or historical, Mm -hmm. and you may only need it once, well, if you got to have it. You got to have it, mm-hmm. right? So I talk them through all that. And then we make sure that we have a place in the hard drive where it's, you know, categorized and it's easy to find things. But that's always step one is, are you going to need that later on? Because mm-hmm. you want to be able to have the freedom to delete that email mm-hmm. if you want. Because if you start disseminating all the information and get things where it goes, you might not even need the message. You know, sometimes we get attachments and the message in the email just says, here you go. <laughs> well, we don't need that message. <laughs> right, right, right. You just need the attachment, right? Yes. The attachment. Detach um, that file, or, yeah. <laughs> or you might have known that someone sent you those attachments because you do have a task associated with it. Mm-hmm. And the email still says, here you go. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. know, you need to save the attachments, but then you also have an action step associated with that. And so I teach my clients how to get that email, you know, with the attachments okay. on the task list, again, nice. not using the flag, but it's, it's, it's now attached to that task. And so mm-hmm. if they plan that action on the task, you know, next Friday, everything's in there that they need when they get to it. Love they that. don't have to go digging around for it in an email folder or in the hard drive. Yes. And then they know that when the task is done, they can literally delete that task. The email will go with it, but they feel safe because the attachments are already saved. Uh-huh. Oh, I love that so much. So how do you deal with somebody who's like, I can't let go of any of the email. I need all the email. I need to always have this record. I'm an info hoarder. <laughs> have you ever, look, she's looking up like, I don't know if it's, I've encountered it's that. It's rare. Yeah, it's Good. rare because people are so ready to dispense Yeah, right. It. Good. Yeah. Yes, the attorneys <laughs> that I work with, the attorneys pretty much have to keep everything. And right. so we can't avoid so a little over-organizing on that. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. because of the client folders. Mm-hmm. But here's a trick. I'll give you guys a tip from Taskology. Uh-oh. Okay. Then people love this because it saves them from the scrolling and the searching. If you've got a list of clients or projects or something, you know, I work with folks in commercial real estate and they've got properties, mm-hmm. you know, so it applies in a lot of different areas. But mm-hmm. let's just play with clients for now. If you've got a gazillion client folders <laughs> going down the left side of the screen in email, Best to set up subfolders, A through F, G through L, oh, I love M that. through R, S through whatever. Just like a good old-fashioned filing cabinet, right? I love that. Seriously, mm-hmm. it's, it saves people because mm-hmm. then you can do it alphabetically. Now, you can adjust those because you may have so many clients between A and C 
that you've got little smaller right. groupings because what you want the goal is you don't want to open it up and have it go off the screen so <laughs> right okay on your screen are the letters you want to use it could be a to b mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and if you can do you know something awkward they don't all have to be equal it could be a right. through l and then have a bunch of little ones it all depends mm -hmm. on your client's last names right yeah so that's a time saver right there so now you mentioned, for instance, real estate, right? Um, realtors. What if you have somebody who their office says, we're all going to use the CRM. We've all, you know, the, the company invested in it. We've paid for it for you. We want to also watch and see all the actions. So you need all your tasks to be there. We're going to check in on you as part of maybe the inner office competition or something, right? How do you what how do you help them if they're Taskology users to either push back on that or integrate it? What's how does that work for you? So I usually don't sweep through entire companies. Right, no, Taskology. sure. Yes, it right. It starts with the individual. Yes. I do have Taskology for Teams training. So I do have cool. the corporate training program. And generally the CRMs don't come up in that one. But here's the thing. I have worked with individuals, a lot of them, mm -hmm. who have their own specific CRM. And even though I'm working just with that one individual, their company is not requiring them to necessarily put their tasks in as much as, I, and I agree with this, this is what I encourage them to do, use it more of a diary or a journal mm. of what you did, not nice. what you're about to do. Nice. Because when they, and then they, they go ahead and they still use the Taskology task list to drive their day, because mm -hmm. that's what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. And once they've done it, once they've called Mary Smith about contract you know, clause ABC, they can copy and paste that and throw it in the CRM, add a quick note or whatever they need to do, and that way they can copy and paste between them. That's it does smart. get problematic if a company said to me or a client said to me, well, I have to put the things I'm going to do mm -hmm. in there um, because then you are doing it in two places. Right. The problem with the CRM is that it can't be all-inclusive. Right. You can't put personal stuff in there. You can't right. put other things outside of clients and prospects in there, and that way it's just it's not efficient. That, that's why my clients are using the Taskology task list mm -hmm. because they can put everything in there, including what they'll do with clients and prospects. Mm -hmm. They'll take notes later in their CRM, but that list that we build is the driver. And if and speaking of personal tasks, if you've got to call the dentist or something, that absolutely goes in the list. Oh, right. Why? Because it takes time out of your day, and you need to prioritize that in there, especially if your dentist is famous for putting you on hold for 10 <laughs> minutes before answering, right? You right. You know that. Right. Because you have to have a sense. We call it the task time connection. Mm. You have to have a sense of how many tasks you're planning to do as, as, as uh, matched up with how much time you have to spare or that you can protect in mm -hmm. the day because usually people have this big bucket of things to do right and this tiny little thimble of time yeah. and they never match up right and so in taskology i've aligned that so that you have an equal amount of tasks that's realistic for the day and it's not always going to be the same mm -hmm. you might plan you know six tasks for this day and two for this one and none for that one mm -hmm. but that's the task time connection mm -hmm. and you know it's it's all about protecting time you're not going to make it, find it, keep it, or look for it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I know we can't make time. That's a real bummer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you can't manufacture it. Darn it, darn it, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm wondering, too, um, have you ever had any clients who speak to you about their energy levels, right? Like, I've done so much. Maybe they're introverts and they need to decompress, for instance. Uh, I, does that ever come up for you? And, and how does Taskology manage that? Or in what ways are you proactive with it? 
I think the way that they communicate it to me is in the initial survey on mm. the stress question. Yeah. So I, I rarely hear them talking about their energy level, but I do hear them talking about how their stress levels, or maybe they feel frustrated and overwhelmed. So I do hear those words a lot on mm -hmm. our surveys and in our conversations. And then when we measure it at the end and we find out that stress has dropped, I do sort of a testimonial interview with them to find out their story, you know, before and after, and we document that and put it on the site. And when we talk at, in greater depth about that stress score dropping, they talk about, well, now I'm getting more sleep. Mm -hmm. Now I feel better. I'm more motivated to come to work. I feel better about my day. I'm not like dreading the inbox first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. So their energy level is going up because they feel lighter. You know, they feel less stressed, more motivated. They feel healthier. Um, they have more time to work out or do fitness and sports and things like that. So it's all tied together. And so I would say, even though they're not using the word energy with me, mm -hmm. They are feeling happier and healthier because their stress level is under control and they feel more in control of their day. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I've seen some of these, you know, these analog sheets, right? Where it's like you've got the different columns and and sometimes they add in something like that, right? Like, or it's a it's a column that says like, are you motivated to do this or demotivated to do it, right? So different ways to manage that kind of thing, like our response to what the task is, especially if it's something we have to do, like call the dentist and be on hold for 10 minutes, right? <laughs> Just like, right. what is that going? <laughs> you know, I don't want to do it. I know that I have to. And so of course there's a motivator to it, but I'm going to put it off as long as as I can, right? And if I can't Kicking put the it can in, down the road. Yeah. Kicking the can down the road. Exactly. That same old thing, right? And then if I don't if I oh one of my excuses might be I can't put it in my work CRM so I just keep forgetting about it conveniently, right? <laughs> you want to know the other thing? And speaking of, you know, real realizing how you're managing not you personally, yeah. but how a person <laughs> is managing yeah. tasks and being mindful of why somebody might be kicking the can down yeah. the road. Mm -hmm. It's not always because they don't like it. Mm. it's often because they made it too big. They yes. wrote it down in a way that they're like, inherently they know I can't do this right now, mm -hmm. but they had it on their list for the day, but they know it feels big. Mm -hmm. And when we tackle it together, we talk it through and I'm talking them through how to break it down and what their real next step is going to be. They're like, aha. Uh -huh. I was making it huge. Yes. And they were tacking it all together. Like, I got to do all this today. But no, you don't. And here's the thing. People try to get out their crystal ball, too. And they say, okay, well, this is a project. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be working on this until December, you know, 12 months or 11 months from now. And they know, okay, well, first I'm going to start here. But I also know I have to do this, 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 and this. And, oh, should I think about what else I need to do? And mm -hmm. I always say, no. No. Mm. If you know of something right now, great, throw it in the notes section. But up on that task line, you really want to put the only one thing that you need to do right now yeah. because the rest will unfold. Mm -hmm. It will unfold. Mm -hmm. Do not try to nail it down. Do not try to predict it. And do not fill up your task list and try to target all these dates. You're just <sighs> going to clutter it up and it's going to become a big, huge yeah. mess. Yes. Well, it's So that's another reason why there's hesitation and procrastination in the workday. It's not necessarily that they don't want to do it. It's that it either feels heavy or it is big and it is heavy, too many steps and not enough time, but they don't, they, they shouldn't really like limit themselves with that. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do one small thing and move these things forward little by little, because that's what gives people that steady forward movement in their workday that they're craving. Research shows that that's where that progress really matters. You've got to have that steady forward movement and it's going to come in small action steps. 
I love that, Leslie. I love all of that. And I really want to hear some more about some examples you're willing to give us of how we can break the big monster down, right? Into the small doable steps. So we're not kicking the can down the road and then just eventually, I don't know, throwing in the towel I don't, or, or getting fired. I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> no, I hope not. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missing deadlines is, is the thing that we don't want to do either. Listeners, you are listening to Tune In Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul on WVLP 103.1 FM, streaming live around the world at WVLP.org. Our show is underwritten in part by Kiki Productions, Inc. Communications Coaching, teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment. With a mission to create individual harmony to add peace to the world, Kiki Productions, Inc.'s philosophy is when you are confident, focused, and authentic with your message, you are a magnet to those you wish to attract. Learn how you can speak your truth with love at CoachKiki.com. You can also subscribe to the newsletter at buildbetterhumans.substack.com. We are speaking with Leslie Shreve of ProductiveDay.com, and she has a wonderful system called Taskology, which is so great for helping workers, people in the business world, and this we're talking about these ideas that we can apply so much in our lives, right? But if you really want to apply them the most efficiently, then you will subscribe to Taskology. You will get the system. You will connect with Leslie. You will see how it can make your day more efficient. And, um, and I'm hoping that you're listening to the show and you're like, just thinking about these ideas and thinking about how you want to be more responsive instead of reactive and where do you drop the ball or kick the can down the road. So we've been talking about email systems. We've been talking about the tech monster. We've been talking about, you know, um, we also have been talking about how we can make a task too big. It could lack action verbs. It could lack um, the resources that we need to complete the task or all of the information because we think we're going to remember it and decision fatigue says no. So then when we're, we also could just say, I know I need to do this. And it could be like, um, write book. <laughs> oh my God, right? Yeah, it's too big. Too so, big. You know, somebody says they want to write an article or a mm-hmm. book or a blog or whatever, um, or even writing, um, creating a meeting agenda, because that's a yeah. common one where people get, you know, tripped up, but whatever, whichever one it is, that's a project. So we mm-hmm. don't want to put that in the task list. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and generally, you want to sit and think, and I have my clients go through this exercise where I tell them to just pretend that we're not on the phone today and pretend that you don't have any meetings today and there's nothing else to do except this one thing. Mm. What would you really do first? Mm. And I have them sit with that for a minute and they always come up with it. They'd say, oh, well, if I'm going to do that, I'm actually going to look up what um, and let's say we're talking about an article mm-hmm. or, um, or let, no, let's go back to the meeting agenda. Yeah, that's good. That's one that goes from month to month if they're doing a sales meeting or an executive meeting. And they'll say, well, the first thing I'll do is look up last month's agenda. Or I'll get that from Mary or whatever mm-hmm. if they're not running the meeting, you know. Or um, And sometimes if I say, well, maybe their, their project says send out the meeting agenda for the next meeting. And I'll say, well, have you created it yet? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, well, you have to write it still. And, <laughs> and I say, well, have you written the agenda? Have you mm-hmm. created it? Mm-hmm. Well, no, because I have to talk to Joe and I have to talk mm-hmm. to John because they're adding agenda items. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, have you emailed them or called them yet? No. Okay, so that's a task. You mm-hmm. need to, you know, you have to reach out to Joe and say, what would you like to add to the agenda? And then, you know, that's going to that's gonna be a task in and of itself because he might not get back to you fast enough. And so there's going to be a follow-up there. And then you might, you know, or you could phone call, you know, let me call John and find out what he wants to add to the agenda. You've got to get these pieces and parts together 
And then you can put it on the agenda. And never mind, you might have also some materials you want to attach to the agenda when you send it and say, hey, read this material ahead of time so we can make a decision at the meeting. Mm-hmm. Like there's all these moving parts to meetings that people don't really think about. And they're like, oh, yeah, I got to send out the next agenda. Well, you can't yet. <laughs> there's <laughs> right. so many things you got to do. And if you're writing an article, the same thing can happen. You know, do you have to research mm-hmm. something? Do you want to look at similar articles that you've written to see if you have a different angle? You know, do you want to look up something on the internet and do a little different kind of research? You know, there's like a hundred different things you could do. Yeah. But writing the article is a project. It can be. Right. You know, yeah. the kind of person who can just sit down and whip it out in two hours. Right, right. Yeah. And we talk through that, you know, right. when I talk with my clients. So. Right. Well, I, honestly, too, just going to that one, for example, even if you are somebody who can sit down and whip out an article, you probably have a process. Oh, sorry for that creaking door noise. You probably have a process that you use that you're just not really thinking about because you do it, you know, like the back of your hand. But you could still break that down, like, you know, um, write out the outline, right, to begin to write. There's probably something you start with, right, or, um, you know, okay. create placeholders for where I'm going to need research, for instance, right? Something like that. So I'm sure that there are still some great ways that you can do that. And talking to a consultant like Leslie helps you kind of get into the mindset of of thinking about that. Um, And then I've got, you know, the question too becomes like, so what if you didn't get the meeting agenda done to go back to that example? And so, you know, what you did do was you called Joe and you called John and you got a hold of Joe and you left a message for John, right? And Joe said he'll get back with you, but he hasn't gotten back with you yet because he had to check with, you know, Sue and find out, you know, a few pieces points to to finish what his his item was last time and so you know you've made some movement but not enough how do you even track that if you haven't if you just have right meeting agenda how do you even track the movement that you've made and remember how far you've come so yeah so you change it from send out the meeting agenda or even write the meeting agenda Mm -hmm. um to exactly what you're going to do right yeah right the task with you know uh, an abbreviation like sales meeting and then a right yeah and then you've got your real action yes so the first one you know would be um call john Mm -hmm. and then call you know email joe whatever Mm -hmm. that's always Mm -hmm. the first but if you're in the middle of that and you actually talk to john and he said well i want to add this and here's what how much time i need you can go straight to your Word document and throw that in there. Yeah. Um, and then if you email John or Joe and he hasn't gotten back to you, then it stays on the task list. But what you say to yourself is, okay, how many days am I going to let go by mm. before I'm going to reach out to Joe again yeah. if he hasn't gotten back to me? And you might say, well, you know, I have time because this is a monthly meeting, but I want to make sure I hear from him at least by you know, Monday, let's mm-hmm. say that's three days from now. Mm-hmm. So you, you, if you want to email them again, you just leave it the way it reads, or you might say, well, I'm going to call them this time, you know, mm-hmm. make the verb um, appropriate to what oh, your next good. action step is going to be. And then change the action date because everything in taskology is by due date D-O, not D-U. Oh, right. Yes. So it's going to drop on the list and if, and you're not going to see it again until Friday or Monday or whatever day you picked. And then when it pops up, you go, oh, that's right. I never heard back from Joe. Mm-hmm. And then you take action. This is how you stay in control of pending tasks and things you're waiting for from other people. You can't let it slip away. You have to be in control of it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if Joe gets back to you sooner than you had planned, great. Go find the task, pull it back, do your thing, change it, you know, make it read your next action step, which is Joe told me he wanted to talk about this at the meeting. Mm-hmm. So my next step, even if you don't have time right there, just say, add it to the Word document. Mm-hmm. Boom, you're done. Like you may have to dash off to another meeting, mm-hmm. but you capture it in the task list mm-hmm. and you can have a couple in that one task line. Like I'm going to do this and then that and then that if you know about it. 
you know? Right. And you plan action. Yeah, and it sure beats, you know, <clears throat> grabbing the closest notepad next to your phone if you're on the phone with Joe and saying like, okay, so here's the point that I needed and I rush off to the meeting. And when I come back and someone else has put, you know, right. folders on top of that notepad and I've completely forgotten where I put it. <laughs> right, right. It's so much easier yeah. to do everything in a digital way mm-hmm. where you don't have trouble reading it. You know, you don't have to write or rewrite to-do lists ever again on a pad or in a planner. And even the planners are problematic because, you know, you can only fit so many on a day. And if you didn't get them done, now you got to rewrite them on the, another day. That's right. People mm-hmm. usually default to the next day, but you really shouldn't do that. You really do have to have a, a more strategic approach to to that. Yeah, I, I can understand that. And I uh, personally, I'm a graphite. And so I love like my little planners and all these little things. But I really like having, you know, the system, the system is so important. And I think that um, having the, the place, the one place where you can access it, no matter where you are, that's the beauty of a system like Taskology. Because and it does sync with I can be phone, someplace so without my, my planner. Uses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you yeah, go, right? It, yeah. It comes up on, I think, the reminders or the to-do part of the iPhone. And then mm-hmm. my Samsung users, I use a special synchronization thing, but everybody's got it on their phone. Nice. But I never recommend that people work from their phone. That's not ideal. Okay, tell us why. Tell us more about that. It's too small. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sure, if you're just on the road uh, once in a while and you want to, you know, capture a task, great. You could tap it in there, no problem. Um, you know, can look at email, that's great. De- delete a few. But really, if you're trying to work on actual tasks um, and you want to start typing, if you're spending all your time trying to <laughs> thumb know. it into your phone, I mean, that's not efficient. <clears throat> that's not a time saver. No. Not unless you have one of those Bluetooth keyboards that unfolds. Yes. I used to have one of those. Okay. And it, you know, it was connected to. I don't know, a phone or yeah. laptop or whatever. Um, it really, in Taskology, you want to be at your desk um, with the full screen so you can see the whole task list. I'm not a fan of the split screen, split focus, let's mm-hmm. get everything all on one screen mm-hmm. thing. No, no, no. If you want to look at where you're supposed to be, go to your calendar, be at one with your calendar. Like, mm-hmm. look at the, blow it up, take it, have it, take up the whole screen and look at it. Then, if you want to go look at your task list, make sure it's maximized and go look at the task list. Do not try to work with some little abbreviated, teeny tiny task list that you can't even read the whole description and it just says, call Bob. Mm. Like, that's not going to serve you, you know? <laughs> um, and then when it gets to email, it's impossible to do the Taskology method on the phone because remember, we're getting emails over to the Taskology task mm-hmm. list. There's no way to do that on the phone, but there is when, of course, you're sitting right in front of Microsoft Outlook and you're in the system, you really want that power at your fingertips. And because I've made all my clients so much more efficient, you know, it's like they get in, they get out, they move on, and they're out of the office again, you mm-hmm. know, because they know exactly what they're trying to do. I love it's that. It's not cumbersome anymore. Right. But, um, yeah, working from a phone is hard. Mm. Is there a device that you love that you just think, you know, is no? Yeah. <laughs> I, I am so not one to recommend any mm. technology. Yeah. I'm not an IT person. Um, and I don't recommend that people stick with, you know, the paper approaches. Um, it's funny because somebody was asking me the other day, well, what do you recommend for task management? And I'm like, task on. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, if you already have Microsoft, Outlook, nothing else. Mm-hmm. not only do you not have to go out and buy, you know, mm-hmm. or download anything new and figure out how to use it. What's really missing, of course, even if you, you know, if people are listening and they've got um, their task apps and their email apps and all this stuff, the problem is, there's no methodology for mm-hmm. your technology. Even, and of course, it's totally missing with paper because it's not even technology, but there's right. a methodology missing from that too. And when you're talking about the whole workday where there's more than 10 different sources of tasks in your day, there's no methodology at all. 
It's just right. catch as catch can. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about the difference between reactivity and you're using the term responsiveness, which is great because that's part of it, but it's proactivity mm -hmm. we want to get to, you know, yeah. which allows you to be more responsive. Mm -hmm. um, that's true. And you have, you know, quicker answers for people and you can get back to people faster and that's great. But then there's that proactivity, mm -hmm. you know, where clients have said to me, well, I look at my task list and every time I have like a little five or 10 minute window to fill, I go right to the list. I might even go to another day just to find something little, like really little that would fit in that spot. And mm -hmm. I'm proactive. I knock it out. Mm -hmm. I get it done and then I go to my meeting. Yeah. That's proactivity yes. where they go looking for something that fits because they know all the tasks are between 30 seconds and 30 minutes long. I love and that. a lot of it are two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. I love that too. And I love, and so I've got one final question that I'm going to ask you if there's anything else that you really want us to know. And the final question is, um, how did you, how do you know what time to assign to a task? What if you're like, I think that call will take this long, but I don't know for sure. And so here's a range or, you know, um, I don't know how long it will take me to do this research. It could take hours, right? Like what, how, how do people assign those numbers? You really don't have to assign it. Mm. So that is a great question because I, I do feel like people want to define Time it, block it, it, right? Yeah. But <laughs> I don't want anybody to do that. Mm. So what we do in Taskology is that if you know you have to do a bunch of research or one of the more common ones in corporate is I'm working with a C-level leader and now they have to do performance reviews mm -hmm. for their team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Takes forever. Yeah. And so Days. they generally know each person is going to take about 30 minutes or mm -hmm. 20 minutes or whatever they say. And so we know we can measure that. But when it comes to research, that's an interesting one. Mm. So what I tell people is, look, if, if, you know, don't do nothing because you can only do a little, mm -hmm. do what you can mm -hmm. in a little 20 to 30 minute spot. And here's why that's important. It may take you hours. It may take only that 20 minutes. You don't know. But let it unfold, number one. Mm. And number two, when you start doing that, you will get the scope. It will start revealing itself to you so that you can better plan and go, oh, I see how this is going to go now. Okay, I'm going to go to my calendar now and I'm going to block a whole you know, hour or two hours or whatever, because they, they know, oh, I got to sink into this, mm -hmm. you know, think about writing performance appraisals or even writing an article. You really want to sink into it and you just don't want anything else to distract right. you. That in taskology requires a block on the calendar. Mm -hmm. Now we get into time blocking too, for the general time management portion of the system. And it is so much more than just chucking a few blocks on the calendar. What right. I'm talking about with this project is that's a separate block mm -hmm. than our mm -hmm. time protection plan in Taskology. There is a methodology to it. You have to know how often to do it, how, when to do it, where to do it on your calendar, for how long, how many times a day, and what to do when things go wrong. So there's a whole methodology to the time blocking or time protection that we do in, in Taskology. But on the outside of that, like above and beyond that, if you want a special two-hour block to do research for something, that gets its own block. You know, mm -hmm. because you're still going to need those other regular daily time blocks for processing email and working the rest of your task list, mm -hmm. which should be short and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's such, so. a, such a good, thorough answer. And it just, you know, brings up there are so many pieces of this we didn't even get to, like the time blocking and, and like the mental chatter that creates the stress, right, of what did I not get done today? You know, and you you know that the stress goes down when people use this. You've measured that. <clears throat> and so I'm sure that there's a piece of that that just comes from the productivity, right? That people are talking to themselves differently, thinking about their days differently. So much to and think actually, about. I should continue. <clears throat> just I, I left something out okay. with the whole research question. 
do what you can in that 20 or 30 minutes, but then that task is going to live on mm -hmm. for a while. Right. Because then when you, if you can only allot 20 to 30 minutes, and I'm just making that up, then because it's showing you what you really need to get into and how much time you might need, the verb is, it, it changes from start mm -hmm. researching to continue. Yes. And you pick another day to pick it up again. So again, you don't have to do the whole thing. You just get started, get some progress, mm -hmm. you know, going, and then it will reveal <clears throat> itself to you. And then you're going to pick another day. It might not even be tomorrow. It might be two days from now, you know, and you got to look at your calendar, make it strategic and go, okay, I'm going to continue doing that research on Friday. That's the rest of the answer. I love that. That's so important, right? And that's, again, where I would ball, ball drop and be like, I'll just write more research there, right? And then <laughs> more research on which project and blah, 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 yeah, right? You yeah. You can make a note mm -hmm. of where you left off. Yes. Like, here's the next article right. I noticed. I don't have time to read mm -hmm. it today, but when I pick this up again on Friday, I want to start Start with there. Article. Yeah. So good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Leslie Shreve, please tell us, is there anything else you would love for listeners to know about Taskology, Productive Day, or anything else about being mindful about our productivity? Yes. One thing that we haven't talked about is that time management, or I should say gaining more time back mm -hmm. in your day or having more time at your disposal is not all about managing time or the calendar itself. It's actually about how well you can manage everything else in your workday. And that includes tasks, email, and information. Mm -hmm. That affects time management more than people realize because when those are not efficiently and effectively managed huge amounts of time are being lost from the day and it's slowing down everybody's productivity and progress well that sounds so like a think. really fascinating follow-up conversation that we just have to have then <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah it's a whole nother topic mm -hmm. because that one is where people you know they've got these old uh phrases i gotta get organized i got i need better time management right. No, it's bigger than that. Mm -hmm. And it's all connected. Mm -hmm. And if you think you don't have enough time and it's because of time management, it's not. It's because of how you're managing everything else. Oh, man. You know, we didn't even talk about that P, P word, monster procrastination either. So we've got all kinds of things we can talk about if you ever want to come back to tune in. We'll revisit again. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> um, tell our listeners where they can find you again. Excuse me. Okay. So <clears throat> the website is ProductiveDay.com. And I'm super excited because we just put a brand new video up there today, a little three-minute Taskology demo video right on the homepage. Nice. I also posted it on social media too. So people can find me on LinkedIn under Leslie Shreve. We have a company page there that I welcome everybody to follow. It's called Productive Day, just like it is on Facebook. We have a company page called Productive Day. Um, I'm also on Facebook, but I use that more for my personal page, but you're certainly welcome to connect with me there. It's Leslie Obrecht Shreve, O-B-R-E-C-H-T. That's my middle name. Um, and you're welcome to connect with me on all four platforms um, and, and stay in touch with all the things that we like to release from time to time. Our free gift right now on the website is called the Productive Day Smart Steps. You'll see the free gift offering up on the uh, menu bar at the top of the screen. And uh, you'll be able to get to that page. And then what that is is 52 little short audios. You'll get one a week for a year. It's and nice. it's, it's really juicy. It's got a lot of goodies in there, a lot of strategies from Taskology. Of course, everything I do is from Taskology because I created it. So, <laughs> But the smart steps are fun because every week you, you get something new to think about, you know, insights, information, and strategy straight from Taskology. I love it. Well, we know our listeners are thinkers and we, this has been so much fun talking to you, Leslie. Thank you for being here and we will see you later, meditators. <laughs>